1: The place for Star Wars news, features, interviews, and more. So we can do something epic.
0: Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Please delete as appropriate. The Force.
1: It's calling to you. Just let it in.
0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Report podcast. I'm your host, Riley Blanton. Glad to be back with you. As always, it's been a hot second actually since we recorded an episode, or at least live. We've had some in the feed uh, covering uh, a gap in the summer. Um, we're going to talk about that more in a second, but uh, man, I had a lot of fun actually putting those together, some uh, flashback look at <clears throat> some of our old Force Awakens coverage, reliving that. Good times, but, but you know what? Enough about the past. You know, let the past die, as they say. Um, let's welcome in... <laughs> Mr. Bruce Gibson, back to the Star Wars report program. Hey-o. Hello, Hey-o.
1: Hey-o. you know hey what? Johnny, thank you. Uh, thank, I, I, you know, well, thank you. i talk about it. used to be like, <laughs> on the Tonight Show before you were
0: born. <laughs> who's Who's Ted? Min- What's the Tonight Show? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a a bygone era. Now people know Jay Leno as the car guy. They don't know him as like the guy who replaced. Um, Johnny Carson. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. No, 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 I'm the car guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. I, I don't that's, do a Jay
0: Leno, but that was just that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. How's it going, Bruce? <laughs> it's going
1: pretty good. Yeah, just, you know, you can watch Johnny Carson. They stream his old episodes. So, they haven't no they're way. not streaming the old Jay Leno ones though. Uh, really? Yeah, I know this isn't the Tonight Show report, but <laughs> it should be.
0: It'd be interesting. I I was um I was trying to think, The when was the last time you were on the podcast? It's been a while since we've been able oh, to have you on.
1: 2003? No, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. It hasn't been that long. A few months, maybe.
0: I feel like, yes. I feel like we had you on one of the May episodes. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. But it's, and May is the last time I was able to actually sit down and record. Life's been pretty crazy. Not crazy, crazy, but pretty crazy. So here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set expectations up front. Because um, sometimes on the podcast, folks, you listening to this right now, uh, I have a tendency to be a little hyperbolic, maybe a little bit uh, spin a tale about like, oh, ho, we said no notes. We don't script stuff. Usually I try to do some prep. Like, at least, you know, we have the stories we're going to talk about. We don't script anything like anything like that. But I, I do some like you know roll up and especially when it's been this long since we recorded there's been so much news um I, I would be picking out like whatever the biggest topic in the fan community over the past few weeks is but um i did none of that tonight in typical wow. fashion in fact that's why one reason why there hasn't been an episode in so long is that to, i tonight's a good example i i am um barely squeezing in a window to be able to record and, and didn't have time to sit down and prep notes. Today, <laughs> so Bruce. you're
1: unprepared. So I'm you're unprepared. Like, I'll have Bruce on just, <laughs> just to fill it up with something.
0: Who can just, you know, yak and yak on without any prompting at all? And uh, and, then, and then Mark Curleman wasn't available. So
1: I called. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's right. I'm second banana.
0: Uh. No, uh, but no, so I'm, uh, I'm going to give a, a pretty big show update, and if you're listening to this, you probably saw it in the episode title on the ending of the Star Wars Report podcast. What? So what? It's true, right? Um, at least the end of uh, the end of an era, right? Uh, you know, unlike, not unlike George Lucas, I, I I'm sure there will be future iterations of the show, but I will really, instead of drag it out or reminisce or things, I, I had all kinds of ways of like, how am I going to talk about this? But uh, very simply put, um, over the past year or two, the day job, uh, which I'm in, in the military for those of you guys who don't know, has gotten increasingly busy, and I sort of navigated being on shift work and some um, some some pretty intense um, uh, I guess, day day job gig that, that made it tough to record. And we kind of navigated through that pretty well, but that's continued to be the case, uh, this year. And, and, and there's also been like a, I guess a, a series of factors that have made the ability to do the Star Wars report as a weekly show, um, difficult, but something that we've sort of made work, honestly, for the last year or two, Bruce. And so, I know you've been a part of these conversations behind the scenes, but um, recently uh, I got notification that um, uh, I got orders that I will be going to my next duty assignment next year at an undisclosed overseas location Um, and that was like, it was a, it was pretty big news for me and, and Savannah. It's something that you expect when you're active duty, but it like the reality kind of hit me of like, Ooh, this is uh this, 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 this isn't going to work at least, at least, you know, in the near term or, or in the long term I should say, not the near term. So I went back and forth about like how to, how to go about this, but here's, here's the sort of key takeaways. Um, the Star Wars report isn't going anywhere right now. But we instead of like petering out, I was like, we can't do that with the with the weekly show, especially the legacy of the eleven years that we've been doing this. But you know what we can do is go out with a bang. And I texted you this just the other day, Bruce, and, and kind of and committed to it. Like uh, I don't leave till uh, next year, and I have the time to be able to do it. It won't be a perfect release schedule, um, but we're gonna get we're gonna make episode five hundred the final. Regular, weekly Star Wars report episode, uh, and we're and we're going to have a journey over the next few months, really into next year, probably around somewhere between February and March, depending on the pace of episodes and you know a bunch of factors that might vary. But we're going to have a lot of our favorites back on the show. We're going to uh, reminisce, um, and I want you guys to be a part of it. To like shoot us an email, starsreport at gmail.com on the kind of things that you want us to cover on the weekly show w- now that we have an end point in mind. Uh, and that's not to say that um, I'll never come on the podcast again or that it'll be a hard cut-off, but now we have a an off-ramp for the weekly Star Wars Report podcast. And hopefully that's I wanted to be brief and not like beat a dead horse too much, because I know that's a, a a big surprise to a lot of you guys who are listening. And I know there's people listening to my voice right now who, gosh, this is hard to even think about, but have been listening for 11 and that years. This, this program has been on the air. And so that's, it, it's, it's definitely the end of an era, but, um, you know, I will, I, I will be a little cheesy here because there is a star Wars parallel. Uh, so I'm going off script here a little bit. Not that there was a script to begin with. And that is the, the whole sort of theme that people make, the debate about with The Last Jedi of letting the past die. I actually think it's a very powerful theme. It's, and it's the thing that like Kylo Ren got wrong. Because it, it to the extent is you 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 do have to let the past die. And like this case I'm talking about like the many, many, many years of Star Wars Report and that like but you but you don't kill it. You don't that's where the step's gone too far. Like you you don't have to like be defined by your past. Um but you certainly don't have to kill it because it's what what made you who you are so you know this 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 podcast there's no way in this in this format or in this brief segment at the beginning of this show Bruce to to like characterize what it's meant to me or how it shaped me as a person but uh, so I won't attempt to but I, I will just say um, that to everybody who's been involved it's been um, it's been one of the biggest thrilled thrill rides of of, of my life, and so i 'm sad to let that the era of the weekly show come to an end but i I felt immediately better because i actually it honestly like was kind of gut riching as I was reeling with this decision, but the idea of like uh, getting to an off ramp before I have to uh, depart and be on the other side of the world in different time zones from a lot of my star wars friends um, it made it made me um, it made me happy with like the idea of Getting to talk to a lot of our the friends of the show, co-hosts that we've had around, the some of the actors, performers, other podcasters who've who've been involved and become friends in the meantime. But there you go. That's enough of me talking. How long have I been rattling on here? There you go.
1: I don't know. I, I <laughs> wanted you to have that opportunity, so I I wasn't stepping in no. to say anything.
0: No, so. you're good. You're good, and I appreciate Bruce. You were you are part of the the kind of conversations as I was trying to just figure this out. Cause you know, life's life is one of those things and it, it, and it carries on and there's in the biblical sense, there's always a time for everything. And it was tough to like, you know, finally come to this, this conclusion, but I'm, I feel good. I I feel a piece about it now, at least. Um, And I, unless unless there's anything you wanted to say on, 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 um, on the topic we are for the rest of the episode gonna just talk about star wars (laughs) that's what we're gonna do
1: that would work for me sure yeah um the only thing i want to say yeah is i i I don't look at things sometimes as ending so even though this is going to end at episode 500 yeah it's to your point it may be back occasionally as some occasional episodes or whatever they are but i do recall a time not that long ago, a few years ago, where you were going to Texas and you were thinking, you know, that you would probably not really be doing much with Star Support for the next few years. And you were back in the saddle, which is just in a couple months.
0: So <laughs> That's true. You
1: never know. I so mean, you're
0: giving everybody false hope is what you're saying. <laughs>
1: I'll, all I'm saying is, you just never know. I've seen podcasts leave and then come back two or three years later, yeah. and that could happen with the show. So that's it true. may be the end, and it may not be. Yeah. But no, it's true. It gets to 500. It's 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 an end or a stall. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's going to be well, one of the two. It's, you know what it is? It is it is that that's a good way of putting it because it is the end of an era, the end of the 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 weekly iteration of the Star Wars report that we've done for these you know last. Uh, Eleven years, so in that way, it's the end of an era, but it's not closing the book on on me podcasting, and I'll I'll still be president. You know, I will. I'm going to do this kind of shameless plug. I, I'm going to be. I want to continue being creative. I love uh, podcasting. I love videography. I, I love writing, and so there will be ways to that to stay in touch. And if you're interested in my opinions on Star Wars, and you know who knows when movies come out, we might do reunion episodes. There's a lot of things that could happen in the future. Um, so stay tuned there, but probably the best way, honestly, as we as I navigate this huge life transition to a a high ops tempo overseas assignment for at least a few years. It depends on 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 a, on a lot of things. There's a lot, basically, kind of roiling change in my life. So there's a lot of unknowns. But as far as how that impacts my you know online creative presence and and ability to to touch base with you guys who've listened to and supported the show for a long time. Uh, obviously this podcast feed um, can update with things in the future, but a really good way to do so is just um, on my, on my little email thing that I've been doing, the, the sub stack uh, Riley And that's where I'm going to push out updates to production, to news, to podcasts, any shows and future creative projects. And, and, and what this will allow is, is some flexibility to, to dig my toes into other creative projects, too, um, a few of which I have sort of on the back burner that I want to do down the road. So, you know, even where I might be overseas and not able to kind of record regularly with co-hosts, I'm sure there'll be other creative uh, projects that I can still uh, work on, because this is a, a big passion, a big part of my life that that will always, always be a part of me. So I guess that's a good way to put it. Now that I, now that we've sufficiently muddied the waters. <laughs> the, you know, I, can, the announcement. I can
1: muddy them just a little more because I have an idea.
0: Oh no. <laughs> I've actually,
1: I, as you're talking, two thoughts just occurred to me. I do not think we should end this show at episode 500. I think we should end it on
0: our five or first. Oh, come episode. on. Why did I think of that? <laughs> okay. Right? why
1: didn't we think of that before
0: <laughs> all right that's a deal <laughs> definitely
1: the 501st and then i realized at the same time i have access to everything so when the show ends i really could go in <laughs> and just do another episode just and go you would never know <laughs> until it came out
0: like oh look there's bruce and mark oh <laughs> you guys will do it too no <laughs> no I love that I love that yeah no that's a good way I, I, that's a good button we'll put on it we will keep you guys updated um as, as we as we begin our countdown to the end of this era but uh um it, it, you know what the saddest thing is here's the, here's the other thing I found out based on my orders I know I will not be able to attend Star Wars Celebration
1: which, no. made, which made me so sad
0: I'm not even gonna lie I was so freaking bummed <laughs> because I missed this I missed Chicago as well um uh, also, you can also blame the Air Force, but it's just putting a yeah. cramp on my Star Wars style, man. You're going to
1: be deployed like right around the time celebration is happening. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. You Go know, I, maybe I'll hold out hope. Maybe the, the, there'll be like another uh, Celebration Europe or something. I've been seeing those. All right, consider this the transition to Star Wars talk. Yes. This is going to be like the most Joe Rogan esque episode of the Star Wars report, but yes. I've been seeing for no other reason than I just thought of it all these throwbacks to Celebration Europe, um, and it just made me forget like how great that con was. That might it might be my favorite Star Wars celebration.
1: Mm interesting yeah that was the second one i had been to the first one was the one right before that in anaheim
0: yep that's where we met the first uh well not met the first time but like we got I, that, that's where like you hopped on the radar beyond just like a dragon con star wars buddy
1: <laughs> that, that was when you were like hey this guy might have something <laughs>
0: That's that's true. That's true. Because he's
1: always at the food trucks.
0: (laughs) That's. I mean, come on. You can't go wrong. That is. That is where we had our obligatory Anaheim. Did we run into each other besides the food trucks? We saw each other the first
1: night. It was at
0: the Rebel Force Radio Party. Were they, it was Rebel, were they Rebel Force Radio at that point? Yes. They were, Right, Because yeah. I wore the t-shirt. Over. Yeah, I was so, I was like, where's my t-shirt? Where's Star Wars? No, it's funny, because I, I, I have shamelessly, over the years, because uh, I, we're not one for like doing events or parties, and, and that's because, like, there's a lot of you guys who listen to the, the podcast, n- not nearly as many that has li- listened to Rebel Force Radio, and I'll be the first person to talk about that. Like, that's, I'm fine admitting that. I'm fine being the second fiddle of, in terms of long-running Star Wars podcasts, that is not something that bothers me but it's funny because whenever we go in in the old days to like uh Star Wars weekends or um um or, like, to the Rebel Force radio party that we went to that one time, I always, like, felt weird when there'd be people like, oh, yeah, you're, I've listened to your show, too, sometimes, you know? Like, I've listened to a few episodes, and I'm like, I'll take it. I'll take whatever <laughs> you can I'll tell you, it's give. really
1: weird. Oh, I have, see, I haven't even told you this. Since there's no script or notes or anything we're following, Yeah, I can tell you about some of this. So, you know, my wife is a physical therapist, as you know, and she has had some patients hmm. that, she, you know, they'll wear like a Star Wars shirt or some conversation comes up about Star Wars yeah. and she'll mention about me and then she'll talk about this podcast. And there's some people who are like, you're Bruce Gibson's wife? Like they know who I am because of that's, the podcast. That's crazy. That's happened a few times. And then I took some of of, um, this will come up later because I have something to confess Uh-oh. in a little while. But I got rid. I had some Star Wars books that you know I didn't want anymore, so I took them to a used bookstore because I want somebody else to love them. And there were these two young girls working there, and I said, "Look, I you know, do would you guys want to you know give me s- store credit to sell these books as used books?" And they're like, "Star Wars books? Oh my gosh, these are great!" And they start asking me all these questions and talking Star Wars, and then I mentioned the yeah I said oh yeah I've been involved in a podcast and they were like oh what's the name of the podcast we want to listen to it and I said the Star Wars report and this girl starts typing her phone and then she stops she goes what am I doing I've listened to that show
0: no <laughs> and way <I'm> Like, sweet <laughs> yes <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing yeah. it's cool. that, it doesn't happen often but um, when it does it's always kind of cool like it'll happen at conventions and stuff more regularly I, f- I feel like there's been one or two times um uh, where where the podcast has come up and and people have have listened to it or like now now Savannah will shamelessly like plug it and then I'll I'll get random people like in our friend or work network colleague network of people who are like oh I listened to the Star Wars report or I listened to Mouse and Castle it was actually pretty good you know I think that everyone assumes that it's like off of a webcam microphone and like something that we've done for five seconds and I'm like no we've been doing this. We kind of at least know what we're doing in terms of podcast production. I don't know about the content of the shows, but, um, yeah, but that's- well, I
1: have, I've also had opposite situations. I remember at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, the last celebration, there yeah. was like a big podcaster gathering and mm. people who were listening to podcasts all gathered around and stuff. And I'm standing there with fellow podcasters, okay. which I know this show is bigger than theirs, in in terms of numbers, right? But people were coming up to them and saying, hey, I listened to your show. Hey, I listened to your show. And they would always say, oh, and this is Bruce Gibson. You know, he's on the Star Wars Report. Oh, yeah, hi. Like (laughs) I was like, why does nobody know the Star Wars Report, but everybody knows these shows when I know that this show has more numbers? (laughs) I thought it was really weird.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, here's the thing about the show, though. It's always been, um, we're sort of a we're low-key star wars show yeah right like we we're not at all the event there was a time i would say where we were more involved in like press stuff and like the the fan media community side of things right um which i feel like kind of has its own network of the types of listeners and creators that that do that are more plugged in as a community, and I feel like for you guys like you listening to this po- this is kind of a meta conversation we 're talking about you listening to this podcast, but I feel like you uh, are are a more like every man star wars fan um, in that like the coverage is sort of just like more conversation about what 's going on in the world of star wars that 's always what the star wars report has been and it's it's never it 's never always been like. Back to back daily coverage of this press event of you know or that event like we've we've never sort of been on the bleeding edge of breaking news kind of stuff I guess yeah is what I'm to that's say. true
1: that makes sense why that one guy came up to me and he's like you suck
0: and I was like what? <laughs> wow jeez no come. I'm kidding that didn't happen no <laughs> no yeah no that's that's funny I I think um I know this came up because we were talking about celebration Europe but that was that really was our first time to like um hang out.
1: That was a cool one. Yeah, well, you stayed with we us. We crashed too. your
0: pad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You and um, Bethany. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because we, I mean, we were broke college students and we just were trying to travel all throughout Europe. So we were like, can we just like kind of crash? And my wife is getting
1: up early, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm making breakfast for everyone." <laughs> and She's getting you out of bed, and I'm like, "What is going on?" <laughs> a,
0: and we got free breakfast. <laughs> yes. No, that's that's true. She's that being
1: was... mom to you. She goes, she goes, I'm. It's like he's my son. I'm like he's my friend. <laughs> like I don't want my friend to feel like my wife's son. <laughs>
0: you know. Uh, no, I'm. I'm like the. I feel like I. Carved out a a cool Star Wars uncle corner in in, your, like fa- that. in your family. I try, which yes. is sort of like a blending of those two things. I guess.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've stayed at my house many times.
0: That's true. That's true. So I think that, For the that's the longest
1: time our guest bedroom was called Riley's room.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. When I, as a as a broke college student working like two or three different part time jobs, um, one of which was uh, OTP North for all you atlanta people and so that's where i crashed at your place in alpharetta you Yeah, know, now we're getting to the local at atlanta side of conversation but
1: yeah we need to get back to star wars right
0: yeah well i mean and and so celebration wh- which is your favorite here's a question which is your favorite star wars celebration does one immediately jump out yes
1: anaheim, anaheim? that was my favorite because it was my first you know yeah. it's like you know that you know, it's like relationships. <laughs> that's fair.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the, the, best best the, <laughs> the first cut is the deepest.
1: Yes. No, it was a big deal to me because. I mean, this relates to the podcast and Star Wars because if people who've known me or whatever, I was nine years old when the first Star Wars movie came out. So, for the most of my life, I've been a Star Wars fan, but I never had a real Star Wars community outside of my friends on the playground and that kind of stuff. Yeah, And so, I started listening to podcasts on my commute. And at the time, there was really – I mean, there were several, but the only two that were big that I listened to were at the time The Force Cast – And that with, you know, Jimmy and Jason, and then you on the Star Wars report. I mean, those were like the only two. And it really got me hyped even more for Star Wars. And then the Disney announcement came about the sequels being made. And I remember being at work and hearing that news. And I literally fell out of my chair at my desk. I really did. No way. I couldn't believe
0: believe that we were going to get that. You fell out of your chair?
1: I actually felt because I was sitting on the edge of it. I yeah. was like, wait, is this... I thought it was like, oh, this is a rumor. This is false. But I literally started like scooch up in my chair and I'm sitting <laughs> on the edge of it. And then I found like the press announcement or whatever it was. And I just remember I just slipped right out of it. I was like, no, <laughs> this cannot be true. What, are we getting more Star Wars? Are you crazy? Like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, I have to go to the celebration because I've heard you talk about it. I heard the Force cast talk about it. And now we're on the Force radio. You know, that's, and- where, that's
0: where I first got plugged in. Like when I heard... Um, the old Forcecast talking about star, this thing called Star Wars. I'd never heard of it at all. And that yeah, immediately well, I immediately wanted I to go. Did, but yeah. Um,
1: I didn't know that much about it. I'd heard of it, but I didn't know how good it was. And so then I hadn't even decided yet. I wanted to go, but I was like, oh, my wife probably wouldn't be all into me going, I don't know if I should go. And I remember being at work and there was a guy at work And I knew he was a Star Wars fan and I mentioned it to him and he says, Oh, I've been to every single one in the US. No way. He had been since the first one on. And I he's like, and I'm going to this one. And I came home and I told my wife, I said, He's going. She's like, Well then you go. Nice. And that's how I ended up Mm. going. And that's where we hung out. And then so that was my first because of that. And the announcement of you know seeing Han and Chewie in the trailer and, you know, being up till uh, at three in the morning to wait in line to get and see that, like the whole experience and the food trucks. Yes, that was a big deal to me. The food
0: trucks, never forget the food trucks. Never forget the
1: food trucks. But then, like you mentioned, London was a heck of a lot of
0: fun. It was. That was a nice one. It's hard to maybe not favorite. London may have been the most fun I had at a Star Wars celebration
1: i um, yeah i think yeah i think you're right well, I, I like how you said cause that because
0: it was sort of it was non-stop there was something cool to go through it was the first celebration anaheim a, a small crew but uh we had it was you me bethany and william Devereux really yeah. um and madison got to go
1: no amanda amanda, it was amanda yeah
0: there's a throwback of me constantly <laughs> mixing up the names. Of <laughs> we do it all the time. Kids <laughs> always
1: complain why mom calls them by the wrong names. <laughs> okay, I feel
0: better. Uh, but no, I think th- the fact that um that was kind of cool I know she dressed as Ray and um and and hanging out with William. it was enough of a crew and we all did a lot of the same kind of parties so the um the 501st bash thing we did um I feel like there's a couple other um after party events, but it was like a non-stop there's always something cool to do that evening um and that 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 was a pretty unique aspect of it it's funny because the panels themselves they just had the the rogue one panel um which is where the actor who plays bays um
1: oh yeah malbus he, he,
0: he slipped in yeah. the, the fact that his character died <laughs> and like the entire audience gasped. And I didn't quite even hear what he was saying, but I just heard the whole audience gasp. And I was like, what just happened? And then of course I immediately saw it on Twitter. But um, yeah, it was um, the, whole, the whole experience of, of Europe was definitely the most fun. I don't know if it was, in, 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 now that I think about it, there might be an aspect of the Celebration 5 being my favorite just because that was the first one I went to. Yeah. Um, and that's that's around the time I first got into the idea of podcasting. And uh, that's where I met William, who just got married, by the way. A congratulations to Mr. William Devereaux. Yay! Uh, you're talking about like big life changes that have been going on in the last year or two. But um, ah, we missed you. You should have been there, man. It was kind of a mini reunion of Star Wars people. I know,
1: I know. I was like really bummed. I'm looking at pictures and video and I'm just like, oh, I should be there. It was, I mean, it was
0: way out there. It was all the way in Seattle. It's it's a tough, tough to get to from the East Coast. Um, But, uh, but there was a, a tasteful amount of Star Wars references. I was
1: wondering, yeah, I haven't heard about this. Did they play Star Wars music or anything?
0: Yeah. So they did the whole, as they entered the reception, they did the um, the end of a new hope uh, theme as you know the the parade theme at the end of a new hope. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Yeah, the, I know the, the medal ceremony. Yeah. Um, they they did that, which you know we did at first. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're the only one who did it, and then everybody followed you.
0: Uh, no, no, it's it's been a long time tradition. So they did that for the music, and then I, there was a, a a lot of Star Wars references in some of the uh, in the speeches at the reception. But like, um, not a lot of Star Wars um, accoutrement. I have a sneaking suspicion that. Um, William wasn't the primary (laughs) designer of all of the which you know what neither was I neither was I for for my reception so
1: I'm almost going to regret I was going to say something and now I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't but I was going to say you know even though you didn't have a lot of Star Wars in your weddings at least you had some and that shows that you have a wife that understands and appreciates the things that you like and then I realized I had none in my wedding (laughs)
0: Yeah, it was a different era, though, in the 1960s, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Star Wars wasn't even out yet, right? <laughs> no. I
0: just had George Lucas at my wedding, that was it. Oh, there you go. That's all you could do. Well, and and actually, our... Um, I feel like our reception, we had the music. We didn't really have it much else uh, at the reception. At our, like, little... At our miniature COVID wedding, you know, our, our wedding day, we did... Um, my mom did the sort of short notice put through all the plans together. When our wedding was canceled, we only had a few weeks to figure out what we could do with like a few family members. Cause this was right at the beginning of COVID. And, uh, I did get the, the groom's cake. My, my mom made a little mini groom's cake for like all 12 family members that were there. Uh, and it was a, uh, BB eight and R2 D two on top with Mickey ears. A little, oh, sort of like, silhouetted, and it was like... How come I've never seen this? This is... It was the most... You know, I have the whole wedding album. I never really... Sh- we shared some pictures from it, but I never actually, like, shared... I will... I will... Um, I will make a rare appearance on on social media. I'll post that to my Instagram, uh, and and... Uh, so you guys can see it. That'll be fine. I
1: miss the Blanton family. I haven't seen everybody in a while. I
0: know. It's been I mean it's honestly it's uh, obviously the co there's the whole COVID thing, but uh you know right. we're 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 spinning up uh, Bethany's getting married. Everybody's getting married. Just blame marriages everywhere for the <laughs> thing of the Star Wars report. <laughs> I am so Bethany's- glad that I
1: have so many friends at different ages because I have you guys, my this one group of friends. Everybody's getting married, and then I have my older friends, where so many of them are getting divorced.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's this nice balance.
0: <laughs> you know what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So yeah. that's a that's a thing. That's that's a thing. But you know that's a that's a fun little walk down memory lane of yeah. uh, favorite Star Wars celebrations. Anaheim might might be my favorite too. Anaheim uh, was good. Atlanta was, was, was the worst. Yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah. Um it had yeah, it had deteriorated. And then Chicago here was like a little bit of a redemption. Chicago they,
1: was better. It, I it wasn't as good, but it's just because it's getting too big.
0: It's getting it is. It's getting you know? crazy. And I wonder I wonder for this one like um but I, I but who knows? I I I think it'll be interesting to see how how hectic or crazy it is, but it's coming up in less than a year. Coming up what end of May. End of I will May. I will watch from afar. I will keep up uh like I did last time. They always stream everything now, so that's at least nice you get to kind of participate that, but yeah. um but but you'll do it. Yeah.
1: I'll be handing out new business cards that say, listen to the new Star Wars report, with <laughs> no, Mark and re- re- Bruce.
0: New, under new management. <laughs> under new management, right. <laughs> What's your confession? You meant, you teased this like oh. 15 minutes ago, and I have to know. I've been sitting oh my on
1: gosh. it. Oh, gosh. Well, because you text me, and you're like, we're just going to talk. We're just going to talk Star Wars stuff. And I was like, I, do I have anything interesting to talk about that I've done Star Wars recently? And then it hit me, and I was like, I don't even know if I should bring this up, because I really feel bad about it i don't feel mm. that bad but i know once i say it here uh, to star wars fans i'm really going to feel bad okay so okay. here's the here thing you
0: go. confession time
1: one of my most favorite toys as a kid was the kenner death star for all my action figures Yum. Yeah. i threw it away <gasps> the other day no way
0: i got rid of it
1: and I, I it was so first of all what uh, once I that's like, worse than co-
0: canceling the show by the way
1: <laughs> I, I know right so once I got out of co- once I went to college and, and got on my own I didn't even think it was around anymore I thought my parents got rid of it and then just like I don't know 10 years ago or something my mom says here we've had this in the basement and it was in this brown paper bag all the parts I was like oh my gosh you still have this so I put it all back together but some parts were like a little broken and the and the The walls that that are cardboard were warped, and so they wouldn't stay in. And the gun at the top was broke, and you know the disintegrating little you know (laughs) foam for the trash compactor was Mm. like just melting in my hands, just like poof, like dust and stuff. But I put together, and I've had it here in this room in my movie theater room where I do podcasting. I've had it on the floor and I asked you one time, not that long ago, uh, if you ever saw it and you never even noticed it all the times you've been here. It was always oh, I was in there.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Jeez.
1: And anybody else who's brought, I've, if I ever pointed out, people are like, Oh, that's cool. But it wasn't, <laughs> it was just gathering dust and stuff. So, and I'm doing this whole purge. Like I'm getting rid of all that. That's why I went to the used bookstore and dropped off some books. So like,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I just, like, I just did this. I, I, I purged, um, went through all of my Star Wars books and and decided that any of the fiction books I'd read or that I didn't plan on reading, I got rid of. I, I literally yeah. just decided to, again, a lot of this comes down to the practicality of of being in the military and, and planning to move around a lot over the next few years of my life that like, you know, I'm going to be a coffee table Star Wars book guy. So like the making of books, the art of books, like that's the stuff I love. I love th- flipping through it. Um, so that that's the stuff that i kept but i like i had to choose something to focus because i just had all these random like p- old press copies of books and um i just knew i was never going to read them and so i went on the star wars purge we were executing order 66 on all of our star Wars. oh my gosh people
1: hate us right
0: now how <laughs> much
1: they think we're star wars haters we're shutting down the podcast we're getting rid of star wars things <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give the Death star to somebody, but I didn't know who. and I didn't want to go through the whole like Craigslist and stuff in mail. and it was just like and it was like not in the best condition. So yeah, I just I trashed it, it I mean, but I put it. I took it upstairs and sat on the kitchen table and stared at it for like a half hour and told my wife am I doing something wrong should I keep this and then I went online and I saw so many people selling them I'm like Psh, well if anybody wants one they're available online so I checked it but I kept the little Diagnoa guy the little trash compactor guy nice as a little souvenir so that that's my my sad story that oh people are going to hate
0: me about now <laughs> I had no idea but I've kept my action figures I admire I admire your courage to, to fess up to fess up to well i I
1: know somebody's gonna reach out to me and say why did you do that i would have taken it for i would have given you 50 bucks for it you know but yeah i just thought it was time to bury it
0: you let the past die yeah
1: yeah it's been nice knowing you riley
0: (laughs) you're the ryan you're the ryan johnson of your own star wars collection you're just (laughs) destroying the legacy of no no it's 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 one of those things that you it, you keep the stuff that's meaningful for you. That's what collecting should be about anyway, right?
1: Yeah, but this was my favorite toy growing up.
0: <laughs> well, I guess it didn't <laughs> mean that much. You wouldn't have thrown it away. <laughs> well,
1: I should say one of my favorite, but definitely in the top five for sure. Yeah. Or top three or whatever. But again, I don't play with it. I've had kids who have now grown up, they play with the action figures, but I never let them play with that because it just was not... Yeah, great condition. So yeah, you know, so yeah. Anyway, that that's my <laughs> confession,
0: and that's the show, folks. Uh, <laughs> that's
1: that's show number four ninety nine. We only got
0: two more left. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. You know, no. This is
1: at what uh, four seventy one. So we have this in twenty nine. Well, thirty now since we're going to five hundred one, right? Yeah,
0: thirty after this episode, we got thirty episodes. I'm excited. I wanna I wanna bring back all the all the all the greatest hits. The the friends. The Uh, The Wampus Lair guys, of course. Uh, Hurlan will be back. Bethany will be back on. Uh, Aaron Goins could be back on. A lot of our favorite guests. I'm going to reach out to a lot of the favorites, Stephen Stanton and a lot of folks like that. Um, Who was the first
1: guest you ever had on the show? Do you remember? I don't recall. I don't... I can't say I remember. I mean, you interview people at DragonCon very early very on. Very,
0: because we went to Dragon Con. We launched the show in, like, July. Yeah. And so we'd barely been up for, like, maybe two months. Uh, but you know what I can do? Because on our website, and I've talked about this before, we have uh, an episode directories page. And so if you click on the main site, podcast drop down, if you, if you go to that drop down of podcasts on the starsreport.com you can scroll all the way down. I've updated it through episode like three hundred. The rest are in the feed. But if you want to g- go, I think we only have like three hundred episodes at a time in the feed. So if you want the the very very early episodes, um, it's Stephen Stanton based on episode title. That's oh, wow. episode episode seven, a chat with Tarkin, and that's where um uh, those guys very generously helped me and Bethany go out to fan days, which was our first, we did celebration dragon con fan days in quick succession in 2010. That was, uh, right when this, or 2011 rather. So it was 2010 celebration and then fan days in 2011. Uh, we did it. Yeah, that's, and then, you know, the the next guest episode eight, Steve Glosson, Wow. And then we get to episode 9 through 14 where all of our Dragon Con coverage that first year which was just I remember that. Man, we kind of hit the ground running. Like I was I was not a good good at podcasting yet, but we we uh had some great times. I I think you know in honestly, I think it, this might be a good um <clears throat> A, a, a good time to like say that very transparently I want to shamelessly abdicate you guys to email us like starwarsreport at gmail.com email us the guests that you want to have back on in the next few months uh, other podcasters friends of the show um, topics that you want to cover special commentaries I'm open to anything and everything I want this to actually be driven by you listening to this is, is like what would you like to see from the program uh, and, and we will do it um, oh and you know I forgot to mention at the very beginning a part of this which I've already emailed the Patreons is the uh, close down the, the Star Wars Report Patreon just because of the irregular irregularity of production schedule and not being able to fulfill the uh, the typical bonus content that we try to provide so that's something that's actually happened as of now but um, like I said the rest the rest will be applied as we close out the podcast so shoot us an email at com, with what you want to uh uh, Here from the show or or and and some of your favorite um, episodes or episode moments, I can kind of go back in and maybe even cut together a little montage or something like that uh, at the end of all this so. There you go. That's a good way of plugging it. Is there is there anything else? Should we talk about Bad Batch? Is there anything we worth should, talking about? We should. I just okay. want to say
1: one thing. I yeah. don't even know if it needs to be said, but no, you know, we were saying it. earlier, everybody's getting married <laughs> and we're shutting down the Star Wars report. <laughs> it, the wives are not making people shut down the Star Wars report. Savannah, no, Riley's wife, is very supportive. It has nothing to do with that, so That's I just true. want to say that.
0: Yeah, no, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's, that is worth saying out loud, and I should have said that in the opening segment, but yes, that is, that is not the case. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, enough said there, but yes, She's going to take
1: over the show when you stop. <laughs> actually, it's
0: true so. story. <laughs> but no, let's, let's talk Bad Bad. How have you, have you, are you caught up? Are you caught up on all the episodes? I am, yes, I am caught up on all. Since are last, uh, I am. Uh, Bad Batch episodes. I'm going to pull up, because I want to actually characterize um, all the episodes since we last left off. Because when we left off, we last talked about episode four, I want to say. Or maybe it was episode five, but I think it was just episode four, which was the supply run to Pantora. And uh, that was the appearance of What's-Her-Face from The Mandalorian. Why am I blanking on her name? This happens to me far too much now. Oh, yeah. I'm getting um,
1: old. Uh, yeah. Uh, Krennic.
0: No, not Orson no, Krennic.
1: Not, I mean, not Fre- uh, Fennec. Fennec.
0: Fennec. <laughs> but Fennec. Your Star Wars name, though. But <laughs> since then, we've had Rampage, where they go on their rescue assignment in exchange for info, decommissioned, which is they acquire a valuable asset, and they encounter smugglers. These are not great episode descriptions. I don't remember those episodes very well. They were not super memorable, I guess um battle scars they have to go to the decommissioned medical facility that's where we get the big payoff with yes. wrecker rika rika I like that one. uh and then that was a good one reunion which by the way spoilers but if you haven't seen them but i'm assuming everyone who listens to this is, has seen it so um let's see reunion don't really remember too much about it bounty lost where they embark on a rescue mission. Yes. common ground that's the Raxus uh with the curfew laws and their ideology is challenged after fighting against the separatists that's where i actually liked that one that was like the very political one mm-hmm. um i thought that was pretty good and then the last two have when um have been ryloth focused um but so that's kind of a a rough i guess not super well-delivered catch-up of of the episodes. That's your Bad Batch encyclopedia, folks. that's, you know... I I went to the Google descriptions to reference, and I was like, wow, this is not very detailed at all. But which ones have jumped out? What are you thinking? How's it compared to Season 7 of The Clone Wars or Rebels or Clone Wars before it?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I I don't know if I really like to compare it because it is a little different because it's focusing on this group. The thing I... I had some high expectations based on some insider information I was given, which wasn't a lot, but just that, you know, it was a, trust me, you're, this is really good. You're going to love it. And I really trust did that feedback. And then when I was watching it, I thought, actually, when we got through the first couple episodes or so, I realized that I was loving it a little more than I thought I would. And so I enjoy this group. There's a lot of people I see online that I don't think are really sold on the Clone Force 99 characters that much, you know? Okay. But I really like them. And I like them to the point that when we got to Devil's Deal, okay. the first Ryloth episode, I was disappointed with the episode because we barely got them in it. Mm, and I interesting. went online and I heard everybody going, best episode ever, felt like Clone Wars, felt like Rebels. And I'm like, yeah, but this is the Bad Batch. <laughs> I want the Bad Batch. I don't want that. I mean, I mean, it's a good episode. It's just, you know, I was actually disappointed. We didn't get... And I thought, well, the payoff will come later, which, of course, they got more involved in the next episode that relates to that one. Yeah. But I really like these guys. I like the characters and Omega. I'm, I'm really digging the whole th- storyline playing throughout these.
0: Yeah, I think they... I actually... I actually am one of those people, although I wasn't really online, but... Um, I can see why why there's that reaction because for Devil's Deal that's the one where uh, Hera's introduced and she meets right. Omega um, and we get to kind of some background on her and characterize the what what I find fascinating which is like the transition of power and what's happening with the clones and the Empire and and like how the people of Ryloth are reacting and it really I've I've always been interested in that gap in Star Wars the stories that cover. Um, the dark times and the transition to the dark times. So I'm I'm all about that episode. I I really liked It, it was a little corny sometimes, but I actually like Harris' character and I thought it was well done. Um, I think I thought Gobi was a little bit of um, a jerk. <laughs> he wasn't that very concerned with Harris' <laughs> safety. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take you on the secret mission where we might we end up getting our. Uh, ship shot down for smuggling weapons. Sure, come on this weapon smuggling trip, thirteen yeah. year old. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I was
1: like a little concerned for. Her. She's a little young for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the um, the, the it, we are in the tail end of the season because so the last one from last week as we're recording this was the rescue on Ryloth where um, it's the sort of debate about whether or not they should go back and help. Uh, hera and omega is all about it hunter not so much um but eventually she convinces them to intervene and then uh, that's where we kind of see the uh, attack uh on the refinery on ryloth as the destruction so that echo and hunter free cham Ilini evidently is her name and the other freedom fighters so i think they're really setting up ryloth as the um as i guess the the final conflict of the season at least that's the sense i get the final two episodes are called infested and war mantle uh, which i'm i'm pretty excited to see but um, I, I don't know i think bad Badge walks an in an interesting line i like i like the character's omega could have been a disaster it's very easy to get that kind of character wrong and be just annoying um but and it's and it's, it's tough to introduce new char- new young characters anyway this is something yeah. that I think Star Wars has always struggled with, the, uh, the classic example being The Phantom Menace. But um, I mean, even as recently, like, the idea of uh, Trace and Rafa, not necessarily, the, I think, the, the most complex or interesting characters or likable, but you, she's likable. I think that's, that's something that... It, it, there's, it, she's not a very complex character, but her earnestness, I think, earns her a a spot in in like this star wars fan's heart like it's it's i think she's an endearing character in a way that um if not written correctly would have come off as 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 goody two shoes or annoying or or you know a little out of place in the you know the dark times of star wars
1: yeah yeah kids well kids are annoying in a lot of ways (laughs) so it is hard I mean I like Omega but yeah there's times where you know I mean yeah anytime I see kids in Star Wars there's always something about them that every once in a while will annoy me or they'll do something or say something or it's like oh wow they saved everybody the little kid did that you know yeah you get to those little tropes that happen sometime but i do enjoy her character
0: i do yeah so
1: i i i, I like them all even wrecker i hear people complain about him but he's a little over know. the
0: top let's be honest he, he's fun though. he's a little over the top <laughs> he's
1: fun actually he's gonna take over the star wars report when you leave
0: <laughs> hello everyone welcome to the star wars report i <laughs> and no that's that would not no he's not he is also not taking over <laughs>
1: <laughs> He'll be like, "We'll bang heads together!"
0: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think, um, it, his character's gotten better. I think they they toned it down a little bit. From I think the Clone War season seven was honestly where he was the most one note, as just like the guy who roars. But his the the whole episode of him kind of the the chip going off. I I think that was pretty interesting. But I I will say this, that final episode, and and maybe we'll close out the episode um, on on this topic at least, I want to talk about this whole War Mantle uh, idea, which War Mantle, uh, if you guys don't remember, it's the initiative uh, set by the Galactic Empire uh, to fill out the ranks of the Imperial Army with human soldiers and kick out the clones. That's the whole idea of War Mantle. And the fact that that's an episode title leads me to believe... And this is me shamelessly setting up personal fan expectations of things I want to selfishly see, and I will be disappointed if I don't. So this is me admitting all of that up front. <laughs> I, I understand it's a problem. I understand it's not the ideal, that it's not the best way to enjoy a story to like have the idea of how that story should uh, unfold before you go in. But I can't help myself because all I want to see is the Clone Wars, plural, become the Clone Wars. And it not just be separatists versus clones, but there'd be a time where the clones snap and they churn on. Well, I say they churn on, but where the Empire, through necessity, trains up their uh, Imperial Army. And they're like, you know what? These programmable soldiers, we don't like that. That's a weakness that somebody else can exploit. And if they turn against the Jedi, who's to say that the wrong person won't you know, get their hands on the controller and they'll turn against us? And that's where we'll see clones versus stormtroopers. Make it happen. Come on. I've said my piece.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think we will see that. I, I hope we see that. And I do expect... We'll see that. And isn't it that they want to move to these humans too because it's cheaper than producing clones? It's a budget cut. Yeah, I think sense. so. And I
0: they they're definitely setting it up with the the Camino and subplot, which they've just left. That is yeah. one disappointment. Like I was really fascinated to see where this whole Camino, like special project or alternative i forget what they, the the way they were phrasing it the the backup plan that omega is part of they it's they set up such great intrigue and then they've just like forgotten about it for six episodes as, as as they go on various errand runs and so i do want them to get back to that and i think we only have two episodes left as far as i'm tracking so um i'm really hopeful that that they they bring all of that back in
1: that would be nice. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm, I'm pleased that this isn't just about the Bad Batch crew just running around and saving people and doing whatever, getting into misadventures around the galaxy, that this is a story a chapter in Star Wars of what's going on in this universe and what's happening in the empire and, and the fallen Republic and what's happening with these planets. I mean, that's the through line throughout. And these characters are just carrying us on that journey and finding out these little bits of information. And that's perfect for fans like us to get yeah. that information. Yeah,
0: that's true. that's true. Well, we'll let's, let's circle back. Well, uh, July 30th, Friday, July 30th is the finale of the bad batch. Episode 14 of season one. So uh, I will definitely be watching it that evening for sure. It's going to be a thing.
1: Same here. I have to do another confession. Uh-oh. I sometimes forget. <laughs> like Fridays, because I know they come out Fridays, and then sometimes it's not till Saturday. I go, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot. Bad Batch came out. A new episode. I'm not, like, used to it. You yeah. know, it's like... It's, I'm starting to, though.
0: It is interesting because I, I remember in in the Clone Wars era, I would always watch Clone Wars Saturday because it came out Friday night. Um, I think the airtime changed up here and there. But uh, I think that's why I, I typically... Savannah and I watch... And that is, by the way, something... Savannah... It's, this is the only Star Wars TV show that Savannah's been glued to every episode. We watch every episode together. Usually... Friday evenings or uh, sometimes Saturday, we'll sit down and watch the latest Bad Batch. Um, and, uh, and she also loves Omega. So there it's, it's, it's kind of, I, I, it, I think there is something about the characters being approachable in a way that even the Clone Wars and Rebels isn't. Because we've watched some Clone Wars episodes. Like I, we picked out some of the primary ones and watched them together, like from the Darth Maul arc uh, just kind of catching up to watch when, when Clone Wars Season 7 came out. But uh, but that was like a, a limited run selection. Um, but yeah, she's been into every single episode here, so I'll be interested to see. I really wonder if this... I think this Bad Batch thing may just be a one-done season, though. I think the this, this stuff I'm hearing about the the ideas of... I don't know that the, they're already working on other projects uh, in Lucasfilm Animation. It just makes me wonder if that if if Bad Batch is something that has more than one season to it.
1: Really, I hadn't even thought of that. I, I just figured we'll get we'll get more than one season. I don't know how many, but I just did now, not think, I think this would be
0: it. If it would be consistent with the oncoming era of star wars being throw something on the wall and see what sticks which is what all of these various disney plus series are going to be
1: yeah but i hate to think that star wars resistance got more than star wars the bad batch (laughs) because i like this a lot better
0: (laughs) that's fair that's fair yeah well mr bruce gibson i think that's that's uh that's our out it is officially time wrap up this episode of the star Wars report podcast and, you know I'll start this count I'll start this countdown now 30 episodes left to episode I love I love your uh, I love I can't believe I didn't think of it Bruce but episode 501 30 remaining seriously guys thanks so much for listening especially for you guys who've listened a long time uh, know how much it means to me that uh, that you've been a part of this this journey so um just want to say thank you and and seriously shoot us an email star report at gmail.com with uh the guests that you want to see on the show in the near future uh segments you want to see return maybe commentaries uh collaborations with other uh star wars fans we're happy to uh to make it happen captain uh mr bruce gibson tell people where they can find you on the internet
1: i'm on twitter at admiral underscore rex on instagram at just admiral rex and i'm on positively Trek podcast nice. where we are not up to 500 episodes yet <laughs> you'll
0: get there right you'll yeah there. eventually we're yeah. at like
1: 120 something now you know i was looking 23
0: yeah dang you are booking it that's crazy yeah. uh you know i was looking at um wampas lair at 431 yeah crazy right crazy yeah, those town. are old guys now <laughs> so um, we'll definitely have to do a collab with them that's definitely gonna happen at some point so uh, you can also stay in touch with the show at Star Wars Report on Twitter uh, as I mentioned briefly in the beginning segment uh, if you are interested in the ongoing but ever-changing creative projects that I'm involving myself in and my and 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 roundup of uh, podcast episodes as I release them and Uh, Just general musings that I write in my little newsletter. You can uh, go to rileywrites.substack.com. I only have a couple editions, and I send it out periodically. Uh, Every month, every couple months, I'll I'll send out an episode. But um, I've done a couple... uh, I did a nice wrap-up of a trip to Disneyland. I did an article on the Shadow Self and... Redemption and Star Wars. Just some various musings. Expect, uh... yes, expect maybe some wedding photos. Maybe I'll do that ep- uh, photo of, uh... <laughs> the groom's cake. <laughs> but it's just a way to stay in touch with me because, like, um... I'm on social media, but not that often. So it's not my primary means of contact these days. So it's a it's a good way to hop on if you want to get my musings in your email inbox every once in a while. And And as I'm able to update folks with, like, life stuff and you know share about my travels and things like that in the military we'll be able to do that there as well so that's a good way to do it um and otherwise uh ah, quick plug for my instagram you know what we'll post there too at the riley guy on instagram that's that's pretty much the only social media place i hang out these days uh when i do so there you go Am i forget anything bruce Uh, I don't
1: think so, except, hey, give us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts so people can find the show that's going away. Yeah.
0: We want to just get those averages up, just, like, go out with a bang of, like, wow, look at this great, highly-reviewed Star Wars podcast. I can't believe it ended. (laughs) No, guys, seriously, thank you. Until next time, I'm just going to say what we've always said here at the Star Wars Report. May the Force be with you. And remember, many Bothans died to bring you this podcast.